Thank you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you being here. Really glad to have another young reporter on from CampusReform.org. This time it's Francis Capper. We've had Francis on before for the University of Florida. How you doing, Francis? Good to see you again. I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me back. How are you doing? You're very welcome. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, I, I We talked just briefly before we started today, and you're going to graduate in 24, so you're about a year and a half out. That's exciting. Uh, what's the degree going to be? I'm studying journalism right now at the University of Florida, and i got to say I love their journalism program. It's very immersive. A lot of hand-on work. Well, well nice. And I was going to ask you about that because a university of anything tends to be a more liberal school, and I'm guessing that you've got more liberal than conservative on campus when it comes to professors and when it comes to, to students. That makes me fear anybody learning journalism in a school like this. But are, are they being unbiased? Are they being objective? Are they not telling you how you have to lean? Because like the AP itself just the other day came out with a list of things that you can and can't say, which is all left-leaning. You're learning right down the middle and, and unbiased? So I actually did have to study the Associated Press style, which does tend to be very liberal. But with the professors, it's a known statistic that 98 professors do a very good job of stressing objective journalism and just remaining to the facts. Well, it is apparent that they are left-leaning. Uh, that's good. And not good that they're left-leaning. I don't care what their leanings are. Just like when I, when I was on television, my last TV news job in, in uh, Albany, um, the first or second night I got an email from a guy who said, great, another liberal on television. When you and I both know I'm not liberal at all. I'm a conservative. But you want to go out there and just report what you saw, what you smelled, what you touched, what you felt. Um, that's what the job is because, generally speaking, the audience, no matter what the audience is, uh, whatever form they consume, whether it's online or in print or on television or radio, they just want to get the story. They don't want to get your, your slant on the story. So, again, if they're teaching it the right way at U of F, good. I think that's awesome. And you, you say they are. Absolutely. Just the facts journalism. I really love it. And that's what you do at campusreform.org. Many people will say it's a a right-wing outlet. It's not. Um, It's an outlet that's actually exposing what's happening, whereas the other side won't expose stuff like this. Just one more question uh, about University of Florida. Are they talking about big stories on campus in your circle of friends? Are they talking about the border and how we might get 18,000 a day soon? Are they talking about the omnibus bill that just got forced through at $1.7 trillion? Uh, Do they talk about current events or is it, you know, what girl or guy I like today? Honestly, we love talking about events, current events at the University of Florida, but we did not actually talk about the omnibus bill going through because most of us actually went home before that bill got pushed through. So it really gotcha. wasn't in the news cycle yet. But we do love focusing on current events at University of Florida. There's a lot of people who will just like set up booths talking about current events just because they really care that much. I love that. I think that's awesome. I, I might go set up a booth, except it's 35 degrees in Texas for some reason. I don't know what the, hell, what the hell's happening here. Um, in Florida, I'm guessing it's not that. It's probably, I'm guessing, probably where you are, 60s? It's actually really, really warm here. It's kind of like 70 right now. <laughs> and I saw a map of the nation, and we were just escaping the entire nation being frozen. We're just the safe haven from the ice cube that is the U.S. right now. So you guys somehow are promoting global warming while the rest of us are turning to ice cubes. I got you. It's Francis Capper. Go follow him at Francis Capper. It's K-A-P-P-E-R is his last name over on Twitter. Let's get into the stories. Cal Manure allegedly dis- disrupts screening of what is a woman at UC Davis. Fill me in. This is typical, but fill me in. Yeah, so this was actually a Turning Point USA meeting at the University of California, Davis, which is a public school, and they were hosting a screening of what is a woman, and somebody came into this event with a garbage bag filled with cow manure, a full garbage bag, and then threw it in the middle of the meeting, and obviously, you know disrupts meetings and it was just really gross and foul and honestly it's not something that i'm a stranger to i'm a president of the university of florida's turning point usa and i've been spat at i've been called names it's just very very common this sort of um confrontation that they like to push 
Name calling is protected. Being spat on is yeah. not. Be, uh, have somebody throw um, horseman or cow manure on you at a meeting is not. These are literally assault and battery. And many would say, no, no, it's just, uh, it's just assault. No, assault, uh, I can get in your face and that can be assault without me touching you. Battery comes in in, in most jurisdictions when it touches you, when you, you're violated physically somehow. So when the person spit on you, did, did, were they arrested? When the person did cow manure, were they arrested? Um, so when the person spat on me, they were riding by on a skateboard, so I was not able to capture them. Yeah. And with the cow manure event, there was no arrest made after the um, sort of cow manure throwing because it didn't get thrown on somebody. They just threw it in the floor in the middle of the meeting. I saw the picture of it. And it was a cow bag full, uh, a trash bag full. So it was very, very full. A lot of cow manure. And, you know, this sort of like battery and like throwing stuff uh, is not uncommon at college campuses. Hayden Williams was punched in the face at the University of uh, Berkeley while he was supporting Turning Point USA. This is really, really not something that we're a stranger to. Right. Uh, by the way, it's still against the law to throw cow manure on the floor, even if you don't touch anybody. It could be vandalism. It could be breaking and entering. It could be a violation of somebody's right to freely speak. It could be all sorts of things. Uh, so it should be against the law. The person should be arrested. The fact that there are no charges... Francis, why would they stop? It's, it's like when somebody goes to a San Francisco CVS and steals $950 worth of stuff and it's just let walk out with that bag filled with stuff and they're never prosecuted. Why would you stop doing it? Well, you know, it is vandalism and these people seem to get away with a lot. It's just very, very unfortunate because, you know, when you have this sort of confrontation, it's like four shocks to sort of further unrest that could escalate further. Exactly right. It's Francis Capper. Go follow him at Francis, K-A-P-P-E-R, on Twitter. And uh, and also go check out everything he does on, on uh, campusreform.org. Student protesters demand A's, better cafeteria food, and control of the president's house. Please tell me where this is going. This is dumb. Where, where is this? So this is students at a school called The New School, which is a oh. private university in Manhattan, and they are currently striking, and their demands include, as well as demanding A's, better food, and control the president's house, they're demanding a tuition freeze through the academic years of 2023 and 24 to 2027 to 28 to make up for the time that they've spent striking. So they've been striking, so they feel like their education has been hampered. While they did it to themselves, they're asking for their tuition to be frozen. It's a private school, so they've got different rules than a public university. But even having said that, are, are you telling me that even if they get an F, they demand getting an A? So no matter what you do, so we're not really going to grade it on meritocracy or what you learned. We're going to grade it because you said you want an A because you're going to school here? I mean, Am I hearing you right? That's what they want? Yeah, to quote them exactly, we demand that every student receives a final course grade of A, dot, 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 for the fall semester of 2022. So that means that they really, really want that. And that really does a great job at discrediting their school. You know, if you're at a school and you want your school to be considered prestigious, it should be hard to get A's. And then students who don't get A's should not be given A's. By giving everybody an A, you can't tell the difference between who is smart and who is not actually succeeding. And it is just not good for their school in general. It's it's kind of ridiculous that they would ask that. Yeah. Uh, better cafeteria food. I get that. Whatever. But what do you mean control the president's house where the president of the university actually or the college actually lives? And, and they yes. just get to go what? Go stay there? Go eat there? What do they get to do with it? They demanded control of the president's house. And that, that is just. So 
it is kind of like they wanted control of the physical president's house itself. What? Like what? they didn't want him to have it anymore. It's what? just really, really strange demands, you know. It's sort of, it's interesting because it's not like they're demanding tuition be lowered. They're, they're not demanding sort of things that are sort of reasonable. They're asking for tuition to be frozen and they're asking for control of the president's house. These are things that you sort of can't ask for right. in a normal workplace. Like what if you ask for control of your boss's house just because he got a special place he got to stay because he was at, you know, headquarters or something. It's ridiculous. You well, can't make these demands. Yeah, I would I would have a new house at that point. It, it'd have a gray barge in front of it if I try to take over my boss's house. That That's just kind of dumb. So let me ask you this, and this may uh, ask for opinion, but what do they, they think they're going to gain? Why doesn't the college just say, oh, you guys are on strike? None of you go to school here anymore. And then just, just eject them all out of school. You could expel somebody from a school if they act out and do the wrong thing or demand to take over somebody's house or demand that you give them a fake grade because they say so. Why don't they just expel everybody and, and the college moves on and gets people who actually want to learn? You know, it's really, really interesting because these sort of demands are actually pandered to quite frequently. At Georgetown University Law Centers, students had a similar protest where they requested, among other things, a space to cry in. Stop so it. these are some very interesting demands that these protests it. have. And um, it's just quite funny, honestly. I mean, I can't put any other words behind it. It's a little bit scary that we're headed in this direction, but I think it's kind of funny. There's a little bit of humor to it. Well, it is. Well, it's, so it's, it's funny. It's so funny. It makes you want to cry, to be honest. You know, I know that some universities, uh, the students are demanding a, a, um, a mental support dog. Uh, it, really? And, or, and, and when you want a free speech zone, it's about, you know, three feet square. But every, the rest of the, the campus is just like, it's almost like an insane asylum. It's very strange. I hope they use their brains at this new school, whatever it is, um, and they just expel everybody and say, if you guys want to come back to school here, you come back and you're going to get the actual grade that you got and the cafeteria food maybe we can talk about. No, you don't get to take over somebody's house. I hope they do that. It's Francis Capper from campusreform.org. Go follow him, Francis Capper, over on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, uh, DEI Magazine awards colleges and universities while charging the colleges and universities for surveys and reports. Well, I mean, that's where you're getting the award. I guess you're buying it. Fill me in on this. Yeah, so this is the Insight into Diversity magazine, which is a self-proclaimed diversity, equity, and inclusion magazine. And they will review schools for their diversity and equity and inclusion merits. But there's a catch. The school first has to pay a $4,400 baseline entry price just to have their school evaluated by the magazine. And then on top of this, there's additional expenses. There is a comprehensive survey for administrators, faculty, and staff that costs $6,900. And of course, there's an additional $1,600 Spanish-speaking fee for all of their Spanish staff. And oh, man. these uh, funds are actually coming from taxpayer dollars. I checked their list of their champion schools, they said. And they have public universities that are paying this company to come and look at their school and give them an evaluation on how, you know, woke they are. And, and again, if these are public institutions and the taxpayers are footing the bill, do we know how much they charge per school? Do we know? Um, yeah, so those were actually the prices that I just read out. 4400 plus 6900 plus 
$1,600. So it's quite a... Uh, it's like 12, that, like, like 12 13, the full package, I would yeah, say, it's, you know? It's $12,000, $13,000 if you go for the whole thing. Um, and again, that's just free money to them. And we're asking them to come and evaluate how we're doing on something that we shouldn't be thinking about. DEI is stupid. DEI is socialism. DEI should not be funded by the taxpayer. But you're, we're asking... So, and, and these companies that are doing it, it's just a mon- it's just found money. You and I could, could start today, Fran. Maybe we should. We can start the <laughs> Francis and Joe um, a DEI analysis organization and charge people. Hey, I'll charge you ten grand instead of twelve. Give us ten thousand. We'll tell you how good or bad you are at this. And and, and we're always going to find something wrong, right? Because you want us to. We want to come back next year, get another ten grand to tell you whether you improved or not. This whole thing is just a money grab. Why do public universities or even private any university? Why aren't the leader? Why aren't the leaders on these campuses smart enough to realize that they're being fleeced? They want to feel better about themselves. They love to have the little star on their shoulder that says, I'm a good boy and I did my dues to the progressive society. You know, they want to look good to progressive students. They will go ahead and they'll bend the knee and they'll do whatever they need to do. That includes taxpayer dollars. It's really despicable. Um, the audio is fine. The video is choppy a little bit, but it is Francis Capper at Francis Capper on Twitter. He's also at campusreform.org. One more story. College reintroduces indoor masking as rest of university system sticks with advisory. Before we get into the specifics on this, you and I both know, and you seem smart enough to know this, the N95 mask, the really good one that we're supposed to save for the health uh, professionals, were designed to, to help construction workers deal with w- dust on a construction job. It is not at all good enough to stop the, the tiny molecules of COVID-19. So we know that we're saving the N95s, are really good masks for those who really need them working on COVID patients. The masks that we're forced to wear or were forced to wear for a long time don't stop anything. The, the, the mesh is way, way bigger than a molecule of COVID-19. And anybody who's smart enough to be an educator should know this. Why do they act like they don't know this? And who's trying to say wear masks again? You know, it is specifically one of one school, which is Purchase College in the State University of New York system. So this is a public school, and they're doing this because of their so-called tridemic, which is a new term that they just made up, and they're blaming it on COVID, what? the flu, and the RSV virus all put together. But the thing is, is that these viruses already existed in separation, and now they're trying to combine them as a justification why we need masks again. And really, it's just about compliance. It's just about virtue signaling at this point, because as you said, the molecule for COVID-19 is way, way smaller than a pore on one of these masks. So they're not really helping. It's just about, you know, showing that you're virtue signaling and you're doing a good job in the eyes of, you know, whatever their agenda is. They're not really saying tridemic, are they? They're not not using a made-up word, are they, at a university? Uh, actually, yes, the term is tridemic. Come on, man. What, what exactly are we talking about here? Um, let me ask you this. And, and again, if you don't want to opine, fine. But why do you think they're doing it? To stop you and I from talking on campus so that we can't see each other's faces, we're easier to control? Are they, are they heading toward maybe doing Zoom schooling again to get you out of campus? Why are they, they can't be this dumb to think that it works, so why are they doing it? I think that the first thing that you said where you know they sort of don't want us to have that sort of physical interaction is definitely plausible because we've seen recently with um, in elementary schools and younger schools 
a 25% decrease in reading levels ever yes. since masks were instituted. Right. So this sort of just like goes to show that it really, really is bad in an educational environment for masks to be used, still pushing it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing to me. It's got to be about power and control. It's got to be about money. It's got to be about we're your boss and you must do what we say. There is no science that suggests wearing a mask saves you from RSV, the, uh, the, the seasonal flu, or COVID-19. In fact, there's a lot of science that says that it's harmful, like you just said. You chopped up a little bit, but I think you said 45% um, lower levels of reading and, and learning and education in kids when they wear them. Now, for you guys in college, half of the experience is the social experience. You can't have that if you're wearing a mask. You can't have that if you're forced to comply. Um, you can't have that if you're being told to wear something that scientifically and medically doesn't do anything, doesn't do what they say anyway. Um, I don't know why they're doing it other than the power control piece as well. It is uh, Francis Capper. Go to at F-R-A-N-C-I-S-K-A-P-P-E-R over on Twitter. Go follow everything that he does in campusreform.org. Uh, great job again, Francis. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Joe. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you. It has been a monumental year for this show, my crew, my family, and me. Thank you very much for all your support. Again, we'll have some best of, some really good interviews, and some really great segments that you guys liked a lot. We'll also have some fill-ins while I'm off, and uh, have a very Merry Christmas. Those of you, my Jewish friends celebrating Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to you, and a very uh, um, happy new year. Uh, really has, again, it's been wonderful. Now, I'm going to keep on updating th- uh, stuff on the social media. If you're not following on all the social media, go right now to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Getter are all Joe Talk Show. On Truth Social, it's Joe Pags, and also on MeWe, it's Joe Pags. So go and make sure you follow all that. There su- certainly will still be posts over on the on Instagram, those short videos that you like, the reels. So go and follow at Instagram. Joe Talk Show. Got to get out of here. That is Sam. That is Carrie. That is Polo. That is Kurt. That is Joe. And we'll see you. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Talk soon. This is the Joe Pegg Show.